Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I am half full of vodka. I'm Ben, and I have a 4.20 rating on Uber. I'm Damon, and I go to Disneyland way too much. Yo, that's a fact. We we try to insert some humor, but Jamin's not on the same tip, apparently. He's just out of here spitting facts about himself. I mean, it's kind of funny, right? You know, the whole, the whole thing and everything. I mean, you're the Disneyland master as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's, that's why uh, this week was the right time to have you on. Because it's, it's an important week. Well, no, next week's the important week for the Disney fans. But I'm going to be taking part in the pilgrimage, so we're not going to have a damn show next week. So we got to go over all the Disney stuff this week. But don't tune out if you're not a Disney person, because we got a lot of news cover. El Toro had a fucking accident. We're going to talk about that. But I'm not getting ahead of ourselves. We got a proper introduce. Uh, Jamin, you've been on the show before um, after my wedding. <laughs> I was married to your sister. So, uh, my brother-in-law. There we go. Boom. A very convoluted way to say it. Oh, yeah, we'll be hanging out next week at Disneyland. Waking out a whole week. Land, Universal Studios, Six Flags, Big Knots. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Fun. We weren't here last week either, so we definitely got a little bit of news to catch up on. Um, I guess we were just lazy last week. I don't know. Then did something happen last week, or were we just being assholes? Uh, it was just, it was just busy, like, there was no real reason for it, just... Oh, I remember. We did hang out with our Patreon, folks. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So while y'all might not have gotten an episode, but, uh, all of our patron homies got an opportunity to hang out with us, at least, so that's a, that's a thing, and, uh, you know, plug right there. Give us a buck. Yeah, for all the Patreon guys, do it. Yeah, my man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So we did do that. So, you know, if you're ever missing us for a week, check Patreon. Maybe we're over there. <laughs> but we're back this week. <clears throat> and boy, do we have some shit to go over. Um, I mean, right away, I guess let's talk about El Toro. Yeah, that was a pretty, uh, it seems like a fuck up, pretty big one. Yeah, it's been a bad year for El Toro. Very sad to see. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, technical term gnarly. (laughs) That pothole, apparently it it really like pulled a son of beast from all the information that I've ascertained. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, um, the thing is like, I guess... What I, I haven't heard any clear details on where the pothole was. I heard it was 
the turn before the Rolling Thunder Hill, and then I've also heard it was before the turnaround. I'm not. I I would guess it was the the that Rolling Thunder turn just because of how the support structure is. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that hasn't been confirmed is still in speculation is like what exact part of track the pothole was in because I've heard conflicting things personally. Well, yeah, also, some, there's also the rumors that people were saying that they they were like that they that the train collided in the station or something too. Which I don't yeah, think I heard that's, that on. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, 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 go ahead. I was just going to reference uh, the video that El Toro Ryan put out recently. It was either earlier today or yesterday, but he's basically saying that yeah, what what Ben just said that it may have people were saying it, it may have collided with another train in the station, and he's also saying that wherever the pothole was may have been caused by something in the, like the substructure, like not the big superstructure, but something like on the ground, like something on the ground wasn't maintained properly or, you know, was starting to give up, you know, it's integrity and that caused that pothole and may have uh, caused the accident. But, you know, that's Beltor Ryan typically knows his stuff. So he may yeah, not have well, side scoop, but He's usually a, a very reliable source. A, I'll say shouts to El Toro Ryan, friend of the show. And yeah, that video he put out was good. Um, I think that's, you know, almost by definition, a son of beast moment or a son of beast accident. I, and then interestingly, um, on our discord, which damn shameless plug for the discord, join up y'all. It's free. Got some good discussion going on. Um, but I was going to say our buddy Mike okay on our discord was speculating about how, if it was substructure, like, you know, you were talking about from, you know, El Toro Ryan's information that it might have something to do with the fact that like rolling thunder was removed because that could ch- cause changes to the like quality of the ground and the footers and stuff. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I had not thought of that angle, but yeah, like like very well could be an issue. Yeah, I read that and I was like, holy shit, I had never considered that. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wood coasters require a lot more footers. So you tear them out, it probably does a lot more. Not damage necessarily, but like causes more change to the actual like soil and whatever. Do you guys have a bad pothole memory? I'm going to, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't really know pothole was a term until like I started watching um, El Toro Ryan. So in my recollection, just based on like the worst, like wooden coasters I've ridden, um, I would say probably cyclone at magic mountain back in the day. Um, and maybe even new Texas giant or excuse me, Texas giant before it went, before uh, it got refurbed. Um, but that wasn't, that word wasn't part of my, lex- my lexicon before, uh, like a year or so ago. So I haven't really, really evaluated that in my mind. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything good about either of those two coasters. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me on either. Yeah. yeah like. Yeah. And like the experience of a pothole is basically it's like a, you know, it's like a jackhammer when it like jackhammers down 
but also it, it's so bad that the train that you lunge forward, like the train actually like slows down because it's so bad. Like, um, the only time I've ever experienced it was on Zeus at Mount Olympus because we were there during a bad storm and a tree fell on the track. And on the first bunny hill, like we were riding it and that you could actually visibly see the train like drop down and it would like lunge you forward. And then they fucking did some construct magic construction on it and open it up like two hours later. That's wild. That tree was trying to get revenge for its brothers. <laughs> well, um, I don't, I'll put it this way. I don't see any universe in which El Toro is gone because of this. Yeah, I agree. It might not reopen this season. Right. No one was seriously injured. So that, I mean, that's a big, pretty big deal. It's not like the train derailed and someone, uh, you know, like it really wasn't that catastrophic of an incident. The train came back to the station. Yeah, there was a couple minor injuries, but I it's not it's not gonna be the end of the ride. So anyone speculating on that, calm your ass down. Plus it's not even I mean, I know it's technically an accident, but it's also not really an accident. It, it it's like the ride that worked as intended, it just was rougher than it should have been. I mean I don't know about that. If you come back and you bit your tongue and it's bleeding, then it's not exactly working as intended. Yeah, and I guess kind of the son of beast thing is that, you know, it made it through the course, but there were a whole lot of hurt people in that train when it came back too. So, yeah. 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 It's not Mount Olympus. (laughs) (laughs) Was that, uh, was that Gene, was that Gene Simmons who did like the, the bloody tongue thing? Yeah. <laughs> God of Thunder and Rock and Roll. Yeah. Um speaking of Six Flags removing rides, Mr. Freeze reverse flat blast at Six Flags over Texas will close on nine eleven. Never forget. That's so bad. Like never forget. But it will be reopening. <laughs> That's so such a end. like <coughs> it's such a weird day to announce. I mean Yep. Do you guys think it's gonna be rethemed or in otherwise like have a major overhaul for it? Maybe they'll turn know. the trains back around forward. Or Actually, you know what? That doesn't make any sense. I was going to say something about it valleying, but the only one that valleys is the one in St. Louis, so that doesn't apply for the one in uh, over Texas, so never mind my little quip. Yeah, I don't know what they really could do to it. Um, it just seems weird that they would close it just for a retheme when you could do that over the offseason. I do wonder if it has to do with the whole power grid situation, like, the, like they're getting pressed by some organization for having a ride that drains so much power. 
Yeah, Texas is known for having a pretty jacked up power grid right now. So honestly, like that might not necessarily be a bad speculation. You know, like Texas can't keep the lights on during the winter. So if they're having trouble with the summer too, you know, the everyone's running their AC at, you know, 100%. And, you know, of course, Mr. Freeze is taking up ungodly amounts of power for each launch, you know, who knows? Maybe that, maybe that could be a, it's maybe like, just like, uh, like an indefinite hiatus, but they don't want to say that, you know, they're like, yeah, every time Mr. Freeze launches, the air conditioning goes off and all the adjacent rides stations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like flicker in the park cool too. Cause you know, it's a Mr. Freeze's, you know, ice factory or whatever. So they have to have the AC run like crazy in there as well. Yeah, I mean, I almost wonder if if they're maybe they're fifty fifty on whether or not they can keep it open. So it's just easier for them to say it's closed, and then if they're allowed to open it, like, oh, surprise, we repainted it or turned it into the Flash or something. I don't think Over Texas has a Flash, do they? Not, not as far as I know. Yeah, so maybe they're getting the Flash treatment, or uh, I mean. That would be, they could, but like the only thing is like, it's got all that theming already, which is a real rarity for Six Flags rides. Yeah. Maybe they're just, maybe they're just going to remove the, uh, like the queue building so they don't have to run AC. So they're just going to put the queue line outside. And it'll just be like the really cold flash. (laughs) <laughs> really cold flash. <laughs> Maybe they could theme it like flash and reverse flash. I mean, so like, you know, your your flash going forward and when you're coming backwards, you reverse flash. Now I'm not a huge comic book fan, but I mean if they want to have a little bit of like more DC synergy, like that could be an idea. As long as Ezra Miller's not involved. Like, cause that guy needs to just fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, or they they just add a break, like a break run between the spike and the overbank, and you just stop and then get off. And the next cycle starts from there, the new people. They're going to switch it, so instead of being limbs, it's got booster tires throughout the entire course. Yeah, it'll look like when you do that, no limits, when you accidentally change, change the track section to all lift. Yep, and so you'll just go through the whole thing at like eight miles an hour. Well, that's okay. So I, cool. I wonder if they could do that, though. I mean, all I wonder if they could add limbs to the to the approach of the spike instead of putting it on the spike. I mean, that that was a dumb design idea. Like whoever came up with that. I mean, it's a cool concept, but like you know, I think it's kind of a cool sensation when you're up there and you're getting like you know forced up a little higher. Yeah. But for just for like design and maintenance and operation, it's like, yeah, let's put these super complex electronic motors 150 feet off the ground where you can't access them <laughs> without like climbing a ladder. And if the train doesn't catch them properly, it's guaranteed to valley. Yeah. Is yeah, that true? Right? Like, imagine testing that shit. Like, where you're like the first, you know, 20 cycles, it's gonna, it's not gonna catch properly. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, back to reprogramming all the limbs again. Yep. 
but is that is that a true though that um if if the uh magnets don't catch correctly on the on the spike going up will it valley it won't have enough speed to get back yeah okay that is no, uh that is the thesis statement of the very first problematic roller coasters video oh snaps i need to go back and watch that then yeah uh, that was the main reason it's problematic, is because it's so prone to valleying. Hmm. Yep, just ask uh, St. Louis. Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah. Um, holy shit, y'all. Um, Santa's Village in New Hampshire, not here in Illinois, where I am. Uh, an employee fell off a roller coaster platform. How, does it say how tall it was? I am very professional, so I didn't even look. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> slow on this. It's like six to eight feet. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's a pretty sizable fall, unfortunately. So, subtext basically is like somebody's dad got hurt at work. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was 51. It's still sad that it happened, though, of course. Like, hope oh, absolutely. I'm. I'm not trying to um, lessen the sadness. I'm just trying to get a joke in, you know. I mean, the only way I can see that happening is if he fell on his head. Depends on the injury. Yeah. He's 51. And he, you know, think about it. If you're like... 51 and you've been like overweight and like he's a mechanic so he might like drink or smoke you're probably gonna be a little more frail that's true six to eight foot fall that could be like i'm getting an image in my head of that uh psycho sid sid vicious sid in wcw jumping off the top rope and then snapping his ankle when he lands. Oh, yeah. Was that like back in the 90s or early 2000s? Yeah. My my wrestling knowledge has like pretty much just left my mind. I haven't, I haven't watched wrestling in like decades, literally. But when you said WCW, that like ring a bell in my head. I'm like, oh, I used to watch that a little bit when I was, you know, preteens and whatnot. Yeah, man, Sid... Fucking one time in WCW, he you know he's like um, a six foot seven dude, big muscly da- guy. Couldn't talk for shit though. <laughs> but they like wanted him to do top rope shit in WCW, and he was like, "I'm not comfortable." And they're like, "Do it anyway." So he goes on pay per view on camera, does a kick from the top rope, like um, like a modified super kick. So he lands on one foot with one foot kicking. And the foot he landed on, he left he lands on his left foot and his ankle just immediately snaps. So like he ends up like his body is on the floor, but his foot's still on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's uh that sounds like a bad time. Was yeah. it played up was it played up at all into the scene? Or did this scene stop? No, no, I think they stopped the match because, like, 
<laughs> He's out there, but he can't seem to walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And terrible. Very terrible. Oh, man. But I would say, you know, Jamin, if you haven't seen it, do. It's easy to find on the oh, internet. I'm sure I'm very sure I could find that probably right now if I wanted, but since I'm recording, I will refrain. <laughs> and I will that's, do that that's kind of what I pictured when you said six to eight foot fall. Yeah. Like fell like, onto his feet, off a snapped his ankle. Full weight on your leg, just cracked. Well, so yep. I just searched for wrestling ankle snap, and there's so many videos. What was what, his name? Can, Ken Shamrock? Oh, God, no. He had a sick ankle lock. No, his name was Sid. I have wrestling is such a foreign world. Um, wait, I know so I'm on is, an island here. This was WWE. No, this is WCW. Oh. Okay, this oh, is okay. gonna make for. Did you Got find it. it? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is uh, really gnarly. Y'all enjoy that, uh, listeners. <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like the boots he was wearing probably made it like worse. Possibly, but it could have also like kept it together until a doctor could look at it. I mean, I don't really know. God, imagine cutting that shit off. I think wrestling boots are like really as thin as like they're made of like vinyl or whatever. They're like real thin, you know? Yeah, I just remember when uh, I broke my leg skiing, the worst part of it was trying to get a ski boot off. Because the thing is, any movement, any pressure, any pulling, you know, triggers the most insane pain and a ski boot's super, super tight. And like, God, that was so bad. They had to inject uh morphine and so i basically was like passed out and then they did it oh lord this is great. yeah i've been lucky enough not to break any bones so far in my life so i kind of hope i keep that streak because <laughs> i can't wood. how how painful it must be to have that happen to yourself i mean jamin if you do it make sure you're on disney property <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably make that happen. Like, I spent enough time there, you know? If something bad's going to happen, it's going to happen at Disney property, on Disney property. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> should take care of. Slip and fall, man. Um, God damn it, I got some sad news. Longest roller coaster in the world is closed. That's I saw weird. a lot of people were sad about this, but... I also only ever heard people talk shit about this ride. Well, here's what I'll say. I definitely get that sentiment too. (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry. I missed it, but I don't feel terrible. It's a bummer when any coaster closes. Um, And also sorry, all of y'all who were participating in the coaster death pool, 2022. (laughs) because <laughs> nobody called the ultimate at Lightwater Valley. So <laughs> that's a point that's just suspended in purgatory. 
Nobody gets that one. Womp womp. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. All right, uh, you know what, gents? Let's have a drink for the ultimate. Cheers. Uh, cheers. There we go. Cheers. Now, in some better news, and since we're all drinking, uh, the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus is going to get three new rides. Whoop, whoop. Are they announced No new yet? coasters. Um, I don't think so. There was some talk on Screenscape about them replacing the Chance Chaos with a newer model of a Chaos. Hmm. A newer Chaos? What would that look like? Has there been any concept art for that yet? Not sure. Yeah, I was going to check that out. That's cool. New. There are very, very, very few like flat rides that I'll do, and Chaos is not one of them. <laughs> chaos and the zippers, like, I will stay far away from. They look like fun, and I, you know, I might have a good time, but I'm, I just, nope, <laughs> just not happening. I want to try a chaos, but there's just like none left anymore. And that was a big thing when open too at the Adventure Dome. Like people were going crazy for that thing, and I'm like, yeah, it looks fun, but I'm gonna stay over here. You guys go ahead and have go ahead and have fun. Yeah, that's I love that ride. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty. It's actually pretty. It's a pretty gentle ride. Shut it's, the fuck uh, up, Ben. No, it is. It's not. It's not that intense. It's really not an intense ride. It looks deceiving, but it's a very moderate, chill ride. My thing with the uh, a lot of flat rides like that is like you know I can get claustrophobic, and on like most coasters, you know I can put that feeling away. Like if I'm stopped for a next amount of time, but I feel like a ride like that. Like those seats are very, very, very small and you're very, very, very restricted. Um, so I think having a, uh, you know, if there was a stoppage or something, I probably would not have a very good time. <laughs> and I can just kind of leave it at that. I mean, I think it's designed to just kind of go back down. I don't, I don't think on the chaos is you ever really end up upside down either. No, yeah, that's true. But like for me, it's just like the how small those seats are and everything, you know. That's true, but I think you and Ben are about the same body proportions. I think we're about the same height. I think he has a few inches on me in height wise, but I'm much larger, much wider. <laughs> I'll just say it's been a long pandemic and I haven't done too much to keep myself super in shape, so Oh, I missed the last. Sorry, I missed the last. We're talking about. Oh, we were just talking about how we're both kind of tall, but I'm much fatter than you. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Are you? I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I know. I was because I thought you were. T- we were discussing that. We were trying to figure out who's taller. I don't. I'm like just under six six. Oh yeah, I'm only six. I'm six two. You're much oh, taller okay. than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't envy, by the way, because, you know, even at 6'2", I have trouble fitting on some rides just as, you know, length. So, yeah. I'm sure it's a little harder for you. <laughs> oh, I've had some terrible experiences where I've, it's like, I feel, I can pretty much fit on any ride. However, the risk of feeling like I'm going to break a leg or fuck up a knee is. You know. That's me every time I ride an RMC. 
because those those shin guards. I'm like, if we hit something, my shin's gonna snap in half because those shin yeah. guards just kill me. And I wish they would stop that shit because rides like Velocicoaster and what else? Other like Intamins that have the um the over the shoulder or the um the lapper chains that come down right to your right to your legs, riding your um your your high thighs. Kind of proves that you can have those extreme maneuvers and still have decent restraints that are more size inclusive and safe. But RMC's like, nah, we're gonna get you right at the top of your right at the middle part of your thighs. We're gonna put shin guards on you and we're gonna cram you into that seat. And if you're a few millimeters off, like you're out of luck. I'm like, thanks guys, appreciate that. So I'm just saying, RMC, your trains are cool and all, but you can do better than that. Yeah, imagine imagine two trains colliding, being stuck in that like pinned in that position. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of takes me back to the whole Smiler thing, you know? Like someone, I think when the second train collided with the one in front of it, like the person in front like had their legs like basically chopped or chopped off or something or broken horribly, and like, yeah, like I understand it with you know a higher speed crash like that, but like on a lower speed crash with someone like you know us with long legs and those shin guards, like. The exact same thing could happen. Yeah, yeah. So, I love your RMC, but you can do better than that. Well, yo, I mean, upside, fast pass for life. <laughs> fast pass for life. At what cost, though, Zach? At what cost? Yeah, I think if I was ever in a, a roller coaster <laughs> could- accident. That's I would be the one guy who would be like demanding unlimited like a lifetime season pass or something. Oh yeah. No, me too. You know, not just that, you also get the greatest drinking story of all time. Oh yeah? Oh fuck you. I lost my leg on a roller coaster. <laughs> I want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> on a slow speed collision on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming with the last brake run, right? But the brake slipped, and we went through and just nailed the car in front of us at the station. Yeah, we were going, we're going like, about what, five miles per hour. But man, <laughs> my neck, my leg is just snapped. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, anyways, that was kind of a little, a little bit of a morbid uh, tangent there. We're well, talking about okay. Adventure Dome. Yeah, I mean, what what more is there to say about the Adventure Dome? I mean, I would like to. I mean, I know that last time we went, it was like what forty bucks for like an all day pass or something like that. And at that point, we didn't want to spend that, but it's been long enough that I that I've been to Adventure Dome that I think I would like to do like a full day or like a full ride pass there again. And just like, you know, experience, you know, El Loco and Canyon Blaster and anything else there, you know, like it's, it's a little same, expensive, but same. It's I think, uh, I think, you know, we can definitely make some plans off air. Absolutely. Absolutely. That seems rather doable. <laughs> Indeed. Um, let's see. Uh, Revenge of the Mummy. Has reopened at Universal Studios Florida. I wanted to talk a little more about that, but it's tough without my cup of coffee. <laughs> Settle down there, Brendan. We can we can get you some coffee, okay? I mean, it's it's cool, man. It's cool. 
I didn't have a better joke for that one, so I just I know. thought I it would works. commit, you know. Just go for it. Commit to the bit. I mean, ben, do you get the joke? I don't. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> Why, what's cool. the joke? <laughs> At the end of the ride, Brendan Fraser pops up and he's like, you know, oh, welcome back. And now you can get off the ride and I need to get my cup of coffee. And like the mummy hands him a cup of coffee from off screen. Yeah, like during the queue, like there's like video screens playing around the queue. Um, he's talking about he's like doing some like behind the scenes stuff, Brendan Fraser. And like one of his requests is like one of the stage hands again on coffee. So like the whole queue like builds up this joke that finally pays off at the end of the ride. That's basically kind of how it goes. <laughs> but as we all know, like they, they kept Brendan Fraser for the uh, the refurb. So looks like our boy is here to stay, at least for now. Because uh, everyone loves Brendan Fraser, and they should, because uh, he's awesome, and the movie, the Mummy movies are awesome, both the the first two at least. Why is he so polarizing? Um, with the fans Flash from I'm the past, sure why? But um, basically, he got assaulted by some Hollywood bigwig back in like the 2000s or something like that, and um, he called him out, um, and. That basically got him blacklisted from Hollywood for like 10 years. So oh, if you do things for a long time, that's basically why. Um, I thought it was now, just his participation in the movie Blast from, from the Past. Blast from the Past. The movie also had Christopher Walken's. Christopher Walken. Oh, God. It's my favorite. My favorite Brendan Fraser meme is the one where it's like that signed photograph at the restaurant. And it's just, it just says like, I like the steak. It was my favorite part. I was in the mummy. (laughs) 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 He framed it and hung it up. (laughs) That's fantastic. Honestly, I think if it was a little more mainstream, the whole cup of coffee thing would have made a great meme. Can somebody do that? Can one of our listeners make a meme out of the cup of coffee scene? Are you sure it's I not already? That could be adaptable to many situations. It doesn't have to be a cup of coffee. I think it's already kind of a meme in like the um like the roller coaster theme park people, but not like a it's not like a mainstream meme. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. We need to repurpose that shit to make it more general. I see what you're saying. I don't know. Listeners, somebody, go ahead. Yeah, somebody who knows how to use P-Shop and has a sense of humor. Um, exactly. Speaking of listeners, we got some uh, correspondence. Uh, Trevor from Australia sent us some info in regards to um, our conversation about like motion simulator rides. Nice. He mentioned one here. Um That's narrated by Harry Shearer. Who's that? Our buddy Trevor from Australia. No, no, no. Who narrated the guy narrating? Harry Shearer. He was he he does voices on The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Now I've never heard of any of these 
like films he recommended. So I'm not sure if it's from, it's because he's from Australia and they got different films there. Uh, or because Trevor is like a big, uh, like motion simulator film ride nerd. But either way, um, always appreciate you sending shit in, Trev. Keep it up. Um, we'll take a look at these films. And he wants us to do commentary on the one with Harry Shearer. So I'll take a look at it and uh, maybe we'll put that on in the next episode or something. So what right did he narrate? Is this saying? <sighs> he sent a YouTube link. Mm. It's it's here in the rundown. It's Oh, I see. Thrill Ride, the Science of Fun. Oh, this was a, a a documentary. I think I remember this from like the late nineties or early two thousands. Yeah, I think it's one of the old um, Travel Channel slash Discovery um, roller coaster thrill park shows. Yeah, yeah that's right. We started watching again on YouTube because they are just very nostalgic and very fun. Wasn't didn't they show this in the Pictorium? Not this exactly, I don't think, but possibly. But it seems a little long. But it, it does say it's an IMAX. Maybe I they I did. Because I thought I remember seeing something like this in the Pictorium, but... I guess, really yeah, sure. it's got about a 40-minute runtime. Well, um... Yeah, you know what? With a 40-minute runtime, this will make a good episode. We will do that either next week or the week after, Trev. Uh, not next week. Next episode or the one after. We'll mark it down, because that'll be fun. So thanks for sending that in, Trevor. Uh, let's see. We got some listener questions. Ribs and Bacon asks, uh, so... Are you optimistic or pessimistic about Great America's future with the change in corporate structure? I guess what is what is the structure change? Well, their new CEO at Six Flags is kind of a shithead. Very much so. He seems to be like wanting to make changes that are like cash motivated but don't have like necessarily the right kind of like data to back them up yeah basically he wants you to pay more for essentially getting less or not getting more from the six flags franchise yeah it sounds like there's probably a bunch of uh like nba interns in a room making PowerPoints, doing market research on like random shit that they spend money on. It's like, Hey, let's cut this by 30%. It's like, uh, that's like for water fountains in the park. It's like, well, they'll drink anyway. Right. They'll just buy soda. Yeah. I mean, I think one big thing is obviously they're trying to cut labor but I think they've done so now to the point where it's not going to have a positive effect on profits because they're cutting into like operational hours and shit. 
and like full on. I'm sorry, I still haven't let go of the fact that they are not bringing back goddamn holiday in the park here at Great America. Yeah, it's a bummer. That was really fun last year. Right? It was really fun. And then that's not something I never I normally would have done either at any Six Flags Park. So it was pretty cool to um experience that. That's what I'm saying. You you were in town and normally under any circumstances at that time of the year, we'd never go to Six Flags. Exactly. But it was like, oh, no, hell yeah, let's go. Let's go do it. Do a cheeky little drive through Six Flags. And I mean. I don't know. We went a couple times, too. Aside from that, I remember we went through the walkthrough one a couple times. We bought fucking sweaters, hats, hot chocolate, coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it kind of goes back to the whole like, um, like with the memberships. I know that I think they you said they brought that back. Like, there's memberships are thankfully back. The people that come to the parks the most often aren't spending enough money, and that's very, very, very not true. That's true for Six Flags, true for Disney. You know, I can't really, I'm sure it's pretty much the same for um, Cedar Fair parks, but you know, we, we the people, we come the most often and we. We come when everything's new, you know, we come for new merch, we come for new food. Um, so then saying, so just because we're not paying that, what's it normally like 50, 60 bucks to get into a park on any one single visit, just because we're not paying that every single time doesn't mean we're not spending money. Like they always quite seem to overlook that, you know, even going back to like the Disney financial call that happened a few weeks ago. And of course the whole debacle with the Six Flags um, CEO saying he wants a quote-unquote better clientele, which is, you know, just a dog whistle, dog whistle for saying he wants more white people in the park to spend more money. Um, we spend money. Us pass holders, us members, we spend money in your park. So don't bite the hand that feeds, because if you bite it too hard, we'll leave and you'll lose all your money. Sorry for that little yeah. tangent. No, I mean, I think you're right, but unfortunately... Or else it's going to get fucked until then. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to take a... Whenever this recession kicks in, I think a lot of parks will have to kind of... It, it's almost like they're cutting costs before there is a real reduction in guests. So it's almost like they're really shooting themselves in the foot. Because uh, probably in the next year or so, I mean, their their visitations are going to drop off. Well, I think it depends on the parks you're talking about because just going off a historical precedent, remember like 08 through like 2010, 2011, like when the great fucking recession was really in big effect, parks like Disney and Universal were hit really hard, but like Six Flags Cedar Fair were doing like better because more people were choosing to take their vacation budgets and go locally. Right. 
Although I felt like 09 definitely hit the, definitely hit the industry. Cause that was, I mean, I remember every park we went to in 09, everything was walk on like from like when we were in California in 09, the parks are pretty dead. When Eric and I did that trip, the parks were dead. When we went to like worlds of fun and six Flags St. Louis, I guess I remember being, I remember 2009 being my favorite year for roller coasters, but I also think that was just because the parks were all dead. Well, yeah, I mean, tough economy is going to be tough for everybody. I'm just saying that like the regional parks fared better than dis your Disney's and universals in that tough economy time, you know, but I am still going to stick firmly by my prediction from whenever we fucking started this podcast, actually, uh, Ben, you know, the next episode we do is going to be our third anniversary special. Yeah, I know. So we'll have to think about something to do anyway. Uh, three years ago when we started, I remember saying, I don't think that Six Flags, Cedar Fair, and SeaWorld as a company like Seas would all three make it out of the 2020s. I don't know who would acquire who or whatnot, but I just don't see all three of them making it to 2030. Yeah, it's weird because I, I can see that, but I also can envision... Like, I don't think Six Flags over by Cedar Fair or vice versa. Right? Like, I, it seems like they're too... It's almost like it would be like Microsoft buying Apple or Apple buying Microsoft. They've they've developed their own ecosystem and they're so, like, separate at this point, but they're both very successful. SeaWorld, though... I think either one of them would snatch the other one up. It's just that neither one of them would ever get approved to take on that much debt. Yeah. I could see, um, I mean, the only thing I could really see is either like Disney or universal buying seas. Honestly, I could see Cedar fair or maybe six flags, but more likely Cedar fair buying seas. Yeah. Or see that. yeah, like buying them as a company, then maybe selling off the Orlando property. Cause I just don't a, I don't see Cedar fair wanting to compete in Orlando. <laughs> really? Well, why so? How so? Um, just that there's too much down there already. What would what would what could they possibly do to set apart their park in Orlando? Like they got lucky with Knott's Berry Farm because they bought it and it already was a a good functioning place. Like I guess, but the thing is, they can't couldn't really keep SeaWorld the same without having some sort of animals, and I don't really see them getting into animals. No, that's fair. I mean, they have what a couple dozen parks right now, Cedar fair and no animals, I believe in any of them or like no, like large animal presence 
like maybe have like you know some bird cages here and there, but nothing like even Discovery yeah, Kingdom. And their portfolio is their legacy parks. You know, Cedar Point, Valley Fair, Worlds of Fun, Dorney. Uh, shit, is that it? Those are the legacy ones, right, Ben? Yeah, I think that's it. Right, and then they acquired Paramount in 06, so they got Canada's Wonderland, Great America, Carowinds, Kings Island. uh, Dominion. Yeah, King's Dominion. And Operations of Gilroy Gardens. Which I think they may be done with unclear um but yeah i don't really see them stepping into that like so i guess they could take sea world orlando and try to make it like get a cedar fair park in the way that knots is but i don't see it being able to compete But Bush Gardens, on the other hand, yeah, I think Bush Gardens, Tampa, that would be their little baby down there because that park is huge with all the land in the world to expand. They've already got a big collection of roller coasters. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I think they could lean into marketing that as being like Central Florida's roller coaster capital and really fucking give Universal a run for their money for that market. I think Fun Spot should buy it. <laughs> Fun Spot. Can they afford I mean, that? I think I Fun mean, Spot's trying to ex- expand aggressively. I don't know if they would get approved for the debt of SeaWorld, but. I don't think it's a terribly far off prediction. Give them a decade, you know. I think before they expand, they should probably retrack Mindblower first. Because that's a great ride that just needs a whole lot of work. That ride was so good the first time I went on it, but it was such shit the second time I went on it. Yeah. I can definitely see the potential. Like we wrote it, we wrote it about a year ago, so. I can definitely see the potential and how it could be like a really great coaster, but it just needs a lot of work, a lot of track work. So fun spot. Get on that, please. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. Don Helbig fan (laughs) asks, did either of you work at a park slash parks? If so, what's your craziest GP story you got? Let's think here. Well, yeah, I worked at a park. Great America. Ben, you worked at Cedar Point. Jamin, you ever work at a park? I have not, unfortunately. I've always wanted to, though, but I've never been, like, close enough to a park that I want to work at, you know, living-wise. There was a small park in Panama City Beach that was, like, never open, and I'm like, I don't want to work there. So, yeah, I I have not had that experience, unfortunately. Ben, do you got any good uh, guest experience stories from working at Cedar Point? Yeah, one was um, oh god damn it. Um, I remember I was like on break when I was working in Challenge Park, and 
these guests came over and they were like, Hey, uh, where's behemoth? How do we get the behemoth? And I was like behemoth. And I thought it was maybe like some food stall I never heard of or something or like a hotel thing. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And they had the map out and <laughs> I look at the map. It was a fucking Canada's wonderland map. <laughs> oh, now if it was now if this was in the age of tiktok i would have assumed it was it was like trying to be like some you know tiktok prank or something but i don't know like these people just it seemed legitimate like this was I, like i didn't get the sense that they were like trying to play a prank <laughs> but where but still where did the canada's wonderland map come from I have no idea. <laughs> oh, the that's a gentleman. pretty good one. How about you, Zach? What you got? Um, Lord. Well, I mean, when I worked as a Fright Fest character, there was definitely this one time where this, like, I, I scared this girl and then, like, her boyfriend got all tough and, like, started, like, trying to come up to me like he was going to hit me or something. Mm-hmm. So I, like, kind of walked. I knew, like, where my security escort was. So I, like, walked in that direction and he's, like, talking mad shit and security saw it and, like, right before he came at me, like intercepted him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was like perfect timing. <laughs> Thanks guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was, that was fun. Uh, Coaster cousins, homies, uh, ask you boys like little America. That's fine. I guess it's, I've never been there for more than maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. It's a cute same. park. <laughs> I remember like, you go there and you go to Culver's and that's, uh, that's that. Yeah. I do remember getting really excited that there was an amusement park in Wisconsin. When I saw like when I saw the ad for it, it was like, holy shit, there's roller coasters in the state. Um, <laughs> didn't realize it was, basically a carnival like a permanent carnival I also wondered if little America was like a as like a naming ripoff of of like great America (laughs) they're only like 45 minutes apart it's because the guy's name is Merrick Oh, that's right. That's right. His name, the guy who owns the park, his name is Lee Merrick, which is why it's spelled that way. I always wonder why it was spelled like that. I was kind of, it's kind of weird. That makes sense. But now I know, even though I like Ben's story better, but you know, whatever. I guess you can't really change the, the actual truth. And like, I remember they got that, um, Whatever the fuck the name of the coaster is, like the junior wooden coaster. That's right. uh, Meteor. Meteor. That's it. And like they needed help from Acers to construct it. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. 
Like they framed it as like, oh, this is an exciting opportunity. But then like everybody I talked to who went to it was like, no, no, no. We like had to really do shit. Well, I mean, what do you expect? (laughs) Well, no, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. It's not a coaster event. I know. But like at the same time, like. Maybe hire insured and bonded licensed construction workers to build the roller coaster maybe they had all the acers like it's like yeah like just pull out all the all the nails out of this out of this wood right here they like yeah use your teeth <laughs> we can't give you actual tools so just uh use your hands the best that you can they're like, who here is vaccinated for tetanus? Nobody raises their hand. They're like, um, okay. Just wear some gloves. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, can we? Get, it's like, hey, we need a couple of hammers. And it's like, oh yeah, there's a hammer uh, in the truck. Let me go get it. It's like that. Just one. We're, we're gonna need all of you to sign 15 waivers before you start. What's this one for? Well, that's in case the ride catches fire and you die. Ah, okay. <laughs> What's this Bonus one for? Credit, right? <laughs> <laughs> that one's in case a grand piano gets dropped on you like Looney Tunes. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would uh, there be a grand piano? <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic Thrills, uh, homeboy. He asks, Coasters. Better forwards or backwards? Forwards, and you're a goddamn monster for suggesting otherwise. Uh, I like backwards. Like, Batman backwards, that was the shit. Oh, go to hell. Batman backwards is insane. <laughs> that ride's already crazy, you know? Yeah, that was that was a wild experience that I don't think will happen again. That was That was great. Yeah, I think the last time I wrote a Batman backwards was like 2015, I think. And that was at Great Adventure, uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. And I knew going into it was going to be insane, so I just had to prepare for that. But uh, luckily, me and Laura both came out alive, so it wasn't too insane then. But I probably wouldn't do it again. <laughs> Dude, that was absolutely a fucking madness. Yeah, those old school like no holds barred B and M's, but backwards like no, I'm cool. I'm cool on that. I don't know why we can't get a backwards hyper here in America though. That I would want to try. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, the B and M in Japan, uh, Universal Studios Japan. Yes. Yeah, I can't think of the name right now, but I know exactly what we're talking Hollywood about. Hollywood Dream. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give me backwards Raging Bull or Nitro or Mako or fucking Apollo's Chariot. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think the only reason they wouldn't do that was just because they wouldn't have anywhere else to put it. You'd spend all the money on chassis and then, um, you know, you can't really put them anywhere else. But if they bought two, that's enough for Great Adventure and Great America, which are the only two B&M hypers in the chain. I guess LaRonde, but, you know, fuck LaRonde. So, 
The um, I'm trying to think of uh, I think uh, what was that like Ruguru? I feel like they could do that backwards. Ugh, that would probably not be quite as intense as the Batman inverts, but it's it could still be pretty nuts going backwards, doing all that, all those maneuvers. Hear me out on this. Backwards. Tatsu. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. No the, way. Yeah, the pretzel loop would be cool because you would like it almost be it almost have the sensation of a drop tower when you dive down into the pretzel loop. Whoa. Especially if you're in the back on that. That'd be so insane. That would be the probably one of the wildest coaster experiences of all time, I think. A flying coaster, but backwards. Like, it's hard to even like imagine how that would feel, you know, like doing, you know, the other maneuvers and stuff. Because, oof. That'd be uh, so good. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I would be down for that. Um, our buddy Ganon Rafferty asks. What's the best coaster of 2022 and why is it Daddy Pig? I mean, I've not read Which I thought Daddy that Pig. opened in 2021, but I guess I'm wrong. Wasn't it in spring? I thought it was oh, like I guess you're right. time. Because I remember yeah, I had all announced. my friends vote. It got announced last year, but yeah. Yeah, I had all my friends vote for, vote on it. I don't know, Danon. Why is it Daddy Pig? It's just the name. <laughs> He's like, I'll never tell. <laughs> just that good. Go write it. Daddy. Daddy Pig. Okay. We got a Would You Rather for the first time in a while. See y'all ready for a, a, a classic YFCS WIR? Do it up. Good. Um, <laughs> so, would you rather yeet Top Thrill Dragster and replace it with another wild mouse or yeet El Toro for Zamparella Disco? That's a... Uh pretty uh pretty intense question there is it any coincidence they're both intimins and they're both having like a lot of mechanical issues going on right now i think that's the basis for the question and you know i think i'm gonna say fuck out of here with dragster i would have to agree um well i think i like dragster more than i like kindika you know, we still have King Ka, but we don't have another coaster like El Toro necessarily, you know, in the U.S. Like, yeah, I guess some people make the coast for make the case for Phoenix, which I haven't ridden yet, or like maybe even like Shivering Timbers. But um, I can't count. I can't comment on those because I haven't ridden those. So I'm going to stick with my boy El Toro. And yeah, I guess I wonder what would have the funniest reaction. 
I think seeing as how there's all, there's all those like save dragster like groups on Facebook, like obviously they would go into a meltdown. So uh, that'd be pretty funny to watch. Not gonna lie. I mean, it's cool if you like have an affinity for a ride or whatever, but like if you take it too far, like you just become annoying. So at that point, for me, it'd be kind of cathartic just seeing like people melt down, melt down for like no reason. Yo, I thought of a whole nother reason I'm going with the wild mouse and that's because a park with two wild mouse coasters can work. It was my, that way at my home park for a while. Yeah, that that was always kind of weird. It was like that for a while. It was, but it can work, you know? But uh, um, like a traditional yeah, wild mouth, like something like a little better and different, or just like a traditional off the off the assembly line wild mouse. Well, I guess on this question, he didn't really spec- uh, specify. He That's just true. said another wild mouse. So it could be like Great America had, where it's like a spinning one and like a mock one. Or they can do like Animal Kingdom and have just two spinning ones right next to each other. That way they can have three wild mouses in one park. Think about that. It's terrible. (laughs) Well, if they made if they made the two wild mouses Mobius, they could put them in at Magic Mountain. Then you'd have basically three Mobius coasters there. That'd be pretty sick. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that Mobius thing is so funny to me. Although, at least for um, the, what the hell, the racer coaster, isn't that one basically forced to duel? Yeah, yeah, it's forced to duel. The uh, the train that's in the, the second station, if you want to call it that, will the wait for the other stop. <laughs> the pit stop, yeah, where they soup up your car and make it better. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a forced duel. Can they run that with one train, though? Um, I haven't seen it with one train, but I think even on when I used to go like some mornings for Magic Mountain, um, there was always a long enough nine that they they could run at least two trains, but they always had at least three or four trains going. No, I think that station's programmed. um, So they clicked the box that said synchronize with other stations. So it'll only work if you have more than one train. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> I haven't played that in a long time, but I still love that joke. I still, yeah, the the phone version is pretty good. I haven't tried it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically the actual game. Um, it's not like the... You know, the, it's not watered down at all. Interesting. I just yeah, you, wouldn't play it on the tiny little screen, but yeah, I can see how, you know, if you need to get your fix, you, you can do it on your cell phone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like that was my, that, that saved my life when I was flying all the time. Cause then I would just build, like, I would just, I, would, I had like this goal of like trying to beat the whole, like play every scenario. Mm-hmm. And then I watched those Marcel Voss videos and then suddenly I was like, beating every single level and now it's like lost its fun. (laughs) 
Yeah, right. Like, oh yeah, I'll just build like ten mini coasters, and suddenly you win. Yep, you're like I can just build a launched uh, corkscrew coaster with half a corkscrew that launches at eight miles an hour, <laughs> and duplicate it fifteen times, and then yeah, I won the level. All right. <laughs> That guy is like the definition of work smarter, not harder, but in RCT only. Yeah. Well, that's just that's just it. Now it's like there's two completely different. Like the the when you were trying to play and actually build decent roller coasters, that game was so hard. Which I think it had it added more a little more excitement when you play with that mindset. Mm-hmm. And then once you exploit it, you're like, oh shit, like. <laughs> well that's because what he's doing is beyond a strategy guide it's not like oh you know guests prefer more thrilling rides in this scenario it's like if if you build the popcorn stand right here you can earn $50 every second okay uh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, like the umbrella price when it rains. Yeah, well, I do that every time. (laughs) (laughs) Just jack up the price on the umbrellas. It works every time. I will say, until that ride price calculator came out, I didn't realize you could charge so much for some rides. I feel like I never charge more than like $8 for a roller coaster, maybe 10 I didn't realize you can charge like $25 for shit. <laughs> yeah, it's all based on like the excitement level and stuff. Yeah. But all right, y'all. Yeah, uh, so we got a couple of was- segments. Oh, Fucking uh, the first one. It's very fun. Um, Jamin, I don't know if you know how we do this. So here's how it's done. Just scroll down to uh on the rundown where it says mm-hmm. disney minute mm-hmm. i'll go first then ben then you we're gonna we're gonna get them all in all right okay here we go the disney minute To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're going to go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Tron Light Cycle Run is now testing a night with lights. Howling, how over fuck, version at Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully to rescue is expected. To, what the? F- <laughs> the Disney Minute. I don't even know what those words are. I was going it's such a that was such a long sentence and the sentence got weirder and weirder with the names. I just like 
<laughs> I'm so glad I totally tripped you up because every one of those words is English. The Halloween overlay version of Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully to Rescue is expected to open with Oogie Boogie Bash. Haunted Mansion Holiday is still to open this coming week. Construction at the Disneyland Hotel is continuing at a slow pace. And uh, there's some cast rehearsals for fun or fantastic. <laughs> Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> uh, the Tower of Terror Lounge Fly backpack is now available at Hollywood Studios. We all know how much you Disney fans love those Lounge Fly backpacks, so get yours before they're gone forever. What's a Lounge Fly? Um, there's those miniature. Well, I mean, it's a whole company, of course, but like them, their their bread and butter is like the miniature backpacks um, that have like. They have literally a, a thousands of different designs um, from different licenses, Disney, Harry Potter, so on and so forth. Um, if you go to a Disney park, you will see them within the second you step on property. Nice. They're very popular and they're very expensive. Extremely popular. <laughs> My fucking lighter died. Give me one second. Zach, how could you let this happen? Yeah, how do you let a lighter die? I just... It does suck, though, when there is not one in the house. I bought a bunch, like, a few years ago, and I still... I barely, I barely like, combust, like, smoke, so I still have, like, a bunch of, like, just full lighters. <laughs> so, like... That's not an issue for me, really. I had a second one here, but it was also dead. But uh, we're good now. So uh, there's the Disney Minute. <laughs> we expanded that one a little bit, but at least we got through all of them. Ben, got a, got a, a few, plus uh, work. A plus got work. A few ben. Words in there. Got a little tripped up. <laughs> it's all good. So now it's time for another segment. This is a favorite of mine. Uh, it's time for the killer coaster of the week. Yeah, this week's killer coaster. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Very relevant. Trip. Or what was that? I was saying it's very relevant for Zach's upcoming trip to Disneyland. Oh, of course. Week. Yeah. But this is the one where the train derailed. No, yeah. this is. Um... Oh, yep. My bad. Yep. 2003. <laughs> Improper maintenance. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, the, the lead car, I guess you want to call the locomotive on one of the trains. Like the axle, like broke. I want to say from improper maintenance, and and that tunnel right before it goes into the second lift hill, it hit a trim brake, so the um the locomotive like shot up in the air, and unfortunately, very unfortunately, it came down on top of the person riding in the front row, two people riding in the front row, and uh, one of them was killed, unfortunately. But the uh, one of the other guys, he did live, I believe, he had injuries, but um, it's unfortunately that um, a man lost his life that day due to improper maintenance, but um. 
you know, they they investigated it and they found out, you know, what happened. And as far as I'm concerned, like, I, I believe the maintenance is a lot better now. They, they realize the design flaw. And I think that caused downside down, excuse me, downtime for other big thunders around the world. So they could all fix the issue that happened with the one in Disneyland before anything back could happen there or other places. Goddamn cornstarch. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Well, 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 well. Yeah, Killer Coaster. Good lord. It's sad because that's like one of my first coasters I rode. It's not the first. I don't exactly remember what my first coaster was, but that's one of the bigger, like, first family coasters I rode when I was a child. So there's a little bit of, you know, a lot of history there. So, you know, obviously the ride's still open, still operating to this day, um, and it's in a very unfortunate accident, but the ride is now better for it. If there's any silver For line, sure. kind of hard to say that there is, but... Yeah, no ultimate fast fast pass there. That's no, no ultimate fast pass to heaven. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, you can, you can, <laughs> I you mean, <laughs> not wrong. He said it. He said it. He said it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, well, D twenty three is coming up next week, guys. It's yes, exciting it because I think there's a lot of possibility. I think there's also a lot of people that are expecting a lot. And they may or may not be disappointed with the outcome you're saying. I think there's a lot of people that are expecting a lot more than is reasonable. That's fair. But, you know, I took some time and put together a list of predictions for the parks panel. All right. And I know, um, Jamin, you're, you're like the Disneyland guy. So I want to hear what you've got. And Ben, of course. Ben's a huge Disney fan. Yeah, I'm pretty big. Excellent. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure he had his together as well. So I guess let's let's go over these. Who wants to go first? I think you should go. You should go for Zach. All right. You then Ben, and then I'll 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 come up, I'll come up with whatever I have. All right. Here's what I got, and. I guess these are kind of not really in any order. So first of all, Tron light cycle run at magic kingdom opening date. All right. I think that's an announcement that we're going to get. I I think it's going to be spring 2023. I think that's a very safe bet. Spring 2023 sounds perfect for a new coaster at Disney world. Um, and right at the tail end of the 50th. Now, to add on to your prediction, when are they going to reopen the uh, the railroad? The railroad's been closed for like four or five years at this point. So when do you think they're going to reopen that? 
No, good question. Um, after Tron's open. After Tron, really? Yeah, because they'll be able to get a second. Whoa, you know what I mean? Not long after yeah. Tron, like two weeks, three weeks, a month. But I don't okay. think they'll announce that at D23. Okay. You think Tron's going to be the focal point and then, you know, the train will get there. Yeah, train will be a smaller thing. I think they're going to be focused on these bigger things. Um, opening season for Tiana. Which I'm saying 2024 is summer. Now they they have said that they might that's supposed to open late twenty twenty four. Do you think they're going to move it up to summer? Yeah, it's a water I ride. Think, I think it would make sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would make sense for a ride of that nature to move to open in the summertime. Um, just because I mean it's going to be popular year round. You know, like it's it's not going to be as popular in the winter and fall and everything, but it'll, it'll still have ridership and everything. Um, I guess I'll kind of jump in there a second. One of the things I think they're going to announce is the closing date for Splash Mountain, which if they're aiming for, a f- you know, they're going to do a whole full reefer retheme on the entire attraction. They're going to need at least probably at least two years. So if I had to speculate, I'd say they're going to announce Splash Mountain closing at the end of this year. Well, that's not a bad one. Although just, I don't... Just, <sighs> Here's the deal. I think that's a good guess, but I don't think that that's something they'll actually announce on stage at D23. Hmm. You think it'll probably just, just go because, more into... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just think that because, you know... That whole thing has been a fucking lightning rod for idiots to be loud and vocal about. Very true. Very true. You see it every day on Twitter, every freaking day, just these ignorant people that just don't understand what is so wrong with it. But I'm not going to go into that here. You know, there's plenty of resources out there. If anyone wants to educate themselves on why it's problematic, but yeah, I, I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. They probably yeah, focus more I think on. They're not going to invite that. I think that's one of those things that they'll announce on Disney Parks blog. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I think that announcement's coming soon. It's got to be coming soon. One of the things that I was reading on Twitter, like you know, I follow a whole bunch of like Disney Twitter pages and whatnot. You know, people just putting up blurbs and everything. Someone said that like, wouldn't it be great if they just like they're having the parks panel and, and tomorrow or whoever's up there says, Oh yeah. And splash mountain it's closing in 12 hours. It's closing later tonight. So get your last rides in right now. Cause it's closing. Like, I think that would be fantastic. And I think there would just be a huge like meltdown on Twitter and people would just be going nuts. And I would just live in that moment. I think that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I feel like people, all the people that would like stand up and run out in that moment. <laughs> Snaps, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> All the people who can't get park reservations. 
Well, yeah, that's right. You'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I just thought it was a funny little tweet blurb that I saw. <laughs> that would be funny if they were if they were going for a troll thing. That would be the perfect way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, Splash Mountain will be closed at the end of operation today. You got about four hours. Go. <laughs> so, um, Fantasmic returning to Hollywood Studios, summer twenty twenty three. I think that's probably not even accurate now that we already know that the cast has been rehearsing. Uh, the return, I think, it obviously is imminent, but is still unannounced as of yet. But I don't think it's going to be all the way until summer if they've got people rehearsing. Right. I think that's coming back for holiday season. I can definitely see that. Yeah, I think it's a that's a pretty safe bet. Definitely before I think it's coming back before the end of the year. Yeah, I'd say they're gonna announce that for November one or whenever, you know, Christmas kicks off at the Walt Disney World Resort. So, um, you know, hey, that's one I'm pretty sure about. Uh Moana Journey of Water opening date. Which I don't have a date picked out. Yeah, I will say Preston that Preston uh, can't be that good. I don't They do um they had they they released a few photos lately of the construction progress and I mean they there were like maybe three or four picks, but it looks like it looks like it's shaping up very well. So, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say I want to say summer next year, but I think that might be a little too quick. But we'll see. Yeah, I think we're gonna get an opening date and considering that honestly from everything I can discern, it's really just going to be like the most highly themed splash pad ever built (laughs) that like, it's not going to be, you know, that it's not going to be a huge construction job, but good God, does Epcot need some work, but that's, you know, hopefully we'll get some announcements about that. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opening date. I think we're going to get that for sure. You know what? I completely forgot. I mean, I go to Disneyland, you know, two, one to three times a month. Um, I completely forgot about Toontown, to be completely honest. And I didn't I wasn't even thinking about an opening date or, you know, when that ride's opening or when the, the entire areas are hurting. But yeah, they I believe they'll have a good, they'll, they'll release a date for uh, Toontown Reopen slash. I mean, the facade's Railway. already, what, nearly done. Because I remember probably a month or two ago seeing a construction update where the facade was well underway mm-hmm. for the El Capitune. And I will so, say, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so like at this point, it's just, it's got to be pretty much done. And if the facade's done, Inside's got to be close, you know. They've got to be about as close now as Ratatouille was when they let that TikTok, uh, TikToker on there. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, in regards to Toontown as a whole, 
Um, when I was there last week and I was, you know, riding the train around, I do that on my busy days for like an hour or two, just cause, um, the roads, like the walkways are very, very, very torn up. So I know they're planning for early 2023 opening for the entire air for that area. But right now it looks super rough. They just basically tore up all the pavement and they're redoing everything in there. So I'm sure it's all going to schedule. That that could be a month or less with good contractors. Yeah. Yeah. True. So I could definitely see. Yeah. I mean, yes, a reopening of the Toontown area, but specifically more um, just the opening date for Mickey and Minnie. Um, let's see. I have a really big one, but I'll loop back to that. Um, here's basically a couple ones that I think are possible, but not super likely. So first of all, literally, I just wrote Dino land something question mark 2025 slash 2026. So <clears throat> something you're looking like a, you're looking like a big refurb or a retheme of that area. I don't even know what do you, what do you do? I, I don't know. So that's why I just said something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a new ride, maybe a re yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Avengers campus e-ticket, uh, same timeline, twenty five, twenty six. Yep, can see that. Um, Spaceship Earth re theme. I think that's totally happening. All right. I'll tell Same you. Twenty five, twenty six. Unclear. Hard to make a call on that one. But I will tell you this. I've heard a lot of people online saying the opposite, like, oh, nope, that was scrapped. But the thing is, they just spent a fuckload of money making the outside of Spaceship Earth look more beautiful than it ever has. Yes, they did. So why the fuck would they not then go forward with making the inside, you know, uh, that's that's my thoughts on that one. Um, I've got one. Go ahead. They're gonna retheme Tower of Terror to Frozen. Okay. You, you just you're just trolling right now. You're just trolling. I mean, I'm half serious because I feel like that's also something they would do. Hmm. At Hollywood Studios, though. Just because oh, like the you know, only one left. Yeah, yeah. There was one in Paris, and I guess Tokyo too. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Tokyo wouldn't change it. For Tokyo sure. is untouchable. Exactly. That's a great tower. They're all great. But uh, well, I mean, and and like literally too, because they're not owned by Disney. What happened? What happens to the one in Florida? It's still Tower of Terror. It's the only Twilight Zone Tower of Terror left. No, the one. The one in Paris is too. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was getting rethemed, but that might have been something I made up. 
You made oh, me is thinking D, of is D twenty three only Disneyland? No. Oh, okay. It's it's like they're gonna make all their announcements for all the parks except for Tokyo. Well it's like so it just being they, out of the loop of the Disney shit, I just see like I could see them being like, Oh yeah, we're gonna turn this tower, it's just gonna become like a like a storage shed and then it's all gonna be frozen. Like it just seems like something they would do. So you think they're gonna turn Tower of Terror into a frozen meet and greet? <laughs> no, the, it'll be a ride of some kind. It'll okay. be like Elsa's, I don't know, sledding adventure or some shit. I don't know. There are some people saying that they might they might retheme Matterhorn to Frozen, which I would to be extremely unhappy about. Uh, that Boo. that would be like a, like a magic key cancellation like decision like the you can't touch Matterhorn. I'm sorry. Like it's a freaking landmark and you need to stay around for as long as like, you absolutely can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And Frozen in no way she performed could do it justice. Frozen's got enough. It's enough things already everywhere. <laughs> they should retheme the Matterhorn to Expedition Everest and then Harold should move. <laughs> you mean like Disco Yeti, but actually working? Yep. Because <laughs> then you'd be like, fuck you, our Yeti move. <laughs> um, anyway, Mary Poppins. I think that's on, I say 2026. I agree. No, that's that's basically what I was gonna what I was gonna be saying later on. I think all those projects that they had, like what was, I forget what they called it, like Epcot Forward or Epcot Forever or whatever. I think all those projects are gonna start be getting starting to get re greenlit. I think the Mary Poppins project is still on the table because they said it was you know on hold indefinitely. They never said it was canceled. So I still think, like you say yourself, that's I still think that's on the table and that's going to come to fruition in the next yeah, four to five years, three to four years. You know, and that was a big deal when they announced it, too. Like they brought Dick Clark out. It got big reaction. Chapek, yeah, like you said, Chapek didn't has said it's not canceled. So. I think it's happening. It's just one of those wait and see mm-hmm. it's you gonna wait happen. and see happen. it's happening <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's gonna that's gonna happen so here's my big 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 one <clears throat> I think that we're gonna get a more detailed teaser about Disneyland forward Ooh, which <clears throat> could potentially, and in my opinion, would include some small details or teaser for, are you sitting down, Jamin? I'm sitting. New Tomorrowland. Ooh, Yes but I'm putting this at 2028 or beyond. Okay. Because that's a big undertaking. So I think it's far in the future. Mm -hmm. And 
they don't have to really announce much of anything, but just show some concept art to get a huge reaction. So basically for free, they can get a really big positive reaction out of people. And when you say new Tomorrowland, like, do you, what are your ideas for what they would be doing? Like, do you think with the rumors lately that they would be working on bringing you back people mover? Hmm. I don't know how much I believe that to be a legitimate rumor versus people conflating hopes with rumor. Um, like, yeah, that's that's something that we all dream about. And I, I think it closed in 2000, or not 2000, sorry, 1984, 95. I can't remember exactly when, but I was very young, but I definitely remember writing it and I would absolutely love to write it again. I just know that it's a very, very, very large undertaking. And um, I'm going to see that entire area, you know, if, if they do bring back people mover, they'll pretty much have to shut down the entire area because that ride weaves in the entire area, the entire land. And it's going to need a yeah, whole lot. Of work, so I don't know if you recall the one leaked piece of Disneyland forward artwork. But the one piece of artwork kind of seemed to indicate that perhaps the Disneyland Resort as we know it would no longer exist, making way instead for kind of one giant park in three sections with one section including hotels. Okay. Like basically all of downtown Disney becoming an extended part of both Disneyland and DCA, but like kind of all of it being one park. That'd be interesting. That's kind of what that artwork looked like. But again, this is all speculation based off of one piece of concept art that was, you know, uh, publicized a year ago. Right. But it's been very quiet on that front since a year ago, which leads me to believe that would be the big blowing their wad announcement. <laughs> the big announcement. Yeah, so as for People Mover, it's really hard to say. Because I think there's, you know, speculation that they would shorten it, but I feel like shortening it requires just as much work as getting it all operational. Mm-hmm. And I personally think that shortening it would just cheapen the experience. Like, they'd basically be cutting out about a third, if not like a whole half of the ride, the ride circuit. So, well, yeah, but I mean, just from like a monetary standpoint, I don't think it's cheaper, especially considering the placement of this, the ride tracks to remove them than to fix them up. Like if they're going to make it operational anyway, 
but that's all assuming that they didn't fuck them up beyond repair when they converted it to rocket rods in the first place, <laughs> which is not really clear to anybody. Yeah, it's. I, it was my understanding that the track structure was just so destroyed by rocket rods in the year and a half it operated that it couldn't be fixed. But, you know, what can be fixed can be replaced. So my thing is whenever I hear someone saying like, oh, they can't fix the track, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe they can't fix it, but they can replace it. So that's that's my thing is that like, you know, you can't rule them out instead of just, you know, going over the current ride path with the new track, they can just, you know, destroy what's already there and build up new, new structure, new track. So that's, that's, that's one of the disconnects, disconnects I get when people talk about people mover, you know, they always say it's, Oh, it just, it just can't be fixed. So don't even bother with it, you know? Yeah. And I agree with that. I don't see why they couldn't go section by section like essentially the same way they do when they like rehab a roller coaster and retrack it and just literally install new track or, you know, but I do think that's a very timely project. Although, I mean, I guess I just don't, for me, I say it's 50 50 in terms of people mover coming back. <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty much my thought my thought process it's mine is basically it's 50 50 it happens or it won't so <laughs> that's uh yeah i get where you're coming from yeah like i see just as much reason for them to like get it operational again if they're doing new Tomorrowland, as i do for them to say fuck it to the whole thing if they're doing new Tomorrowland, like in the way I envision it. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to make a specific call. The one thing I'll say is I don't think that area of ceiling is going anywhere. Yeah, no, that's staying. I, I think, think that's going to be a permanent fixture of Tomorrowland, no matter what, because a long stretch of ceiling is too valuable in California to add on to to add on to like the new tomorrow land like speculation. One thing that I would like them to do and maybe you're not, they've thought about it. You know, I'm not sure if there's been rumors or anything is to get rid of the observatron and put the astro orbiter back on top of where the people mover station used to be. Cause that works in two ways. A you get rock, you know, Astro Orbiter back where it should be. You know, it's much better up there, more thrilling and everything for the people who ride it. And two, it opens up that walkway in the front of Tomorrowland. Like right now, it's so cramped going on the other side of Astro Orbiter. Sure, it's kind of like a cool like intro set piece to the land, but it's just in the way, you know. And um, I think they could do a whole lot better with that. So. If, if they do announce like a new Tomorrowland, if they have concept art, I kind of hope that's part of the plans too. I could see it being a lot more along the lines of like Disneyland Paris, Tomorrowland. Hmm. Like the, the timeless, like Jules Verne kind of look. Yeah. Like more of a past looking to the future. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think 
they're going to go the same direction as Magic Kingdom, which is obviously going to go for a more like computeristic, digital, Tron-esque vibe. Yeah, like the silvery chrome and all that jazz. And sorry, everybody who's all big, you know, uh, WDW fans. Space Mountain's done. That shit's done. Oh, you think? Oh, fuck yeah. They've already replaced it. They're just waiting to open it. I mean, it might be a couple years, but it's fucking done. Like, they have it replaced not only right next to it, they have it replaced in Epcot, too. Yeah, that's true. So it's done. And as far as the Space Mountains go, like, worldwide, it's one of the worst. I know well, there's some people I mean, that argue against unlike, that, but no. Unlike the one at Disneyland, it didn't get a complete rebuild ever. And a badass soundtrack. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it never got a complete rebuild, so it's still running fucking 1971. Mm-hmm. So that is done. I think the only reason it's been able to hang on so long is because it's entirely indoors. Mm -hmm. And people still love it for some reason. I mean, it's still fun, but yeah, it's being replaced. It's like it's one of its replacements is already open at Epcot and the other one is going to be open very soon. Very true. Because that Tomorrowland is gonna it, it needs more places to sit. Disney World's Tomorrowland has some issues they need to address as well. And having a huge giant plot of land helps out with that a lot. <laughs> exactly. So sorry to say it, WDW fans, but uh, Space Mountain's not hanging around for too long. So, so guys, cur- I will. Is it currently closed? No, no, it's open. Oh. Like I said, I think it's probably got you know, probably at least another two, three years. But that'd be interesting I don't, to see. I think once, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is open, Tron is going to be open. And yeah, I mean, with with Tron right next to Space Mountain, it's going to make Space Mountain look like shit. Yeah, that's true. Because like, you know. It's not, it's hard to be like, yeah, this is an e ticket that's equivalent to our other ride that's right next to it. Yeah, it's a hard sell. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because there's nothing unique about it from the other two. So I think it's. It's going to be done. I don't think it's going anywhere during Disney 100. And I mean, honestly, look at um Tokyo. Tokyo's replacing theirs. And that's going to be freaking awesome. It's going to look so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. We're not, we don't have any like, concrete plans to go back to Tokyo. 
the Goiken Japan at this time, but when that well, tomorrow well, good, opens, they're, they're not allowing tourists still anyway. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. But whenever that space mountain opens, the whole new Tomorrowland area opens in um, Tokyo, we're absolutely going. I will move the heavens and the freaking earth to go. <laughs> I'm hoping that maybe that I can make it out there. The, go ahead. I was just saying that that's probably the best Disney property on the planet, even though it's not owned by Disney. But they they go they go and they go hard there, very much so. We're hoping that we can make it out there before they close it. But that's going to require, um, you know, Jap- Japan to be open to tourists. But that's that's neither here nor there right now. Uh, I'll pass it on to you guys. Uh, what do you got for recommend or for recommendations for predictions for um, next week at D twenty three? Um, I think that there will be at least five furries present in the audience. That's lowballing. Are we talking like Disney furries or like Comic-Con furries? I see in my head that crossover is already there. So like, do you mean that as like dressed up as Disney characters or like, yeah. Um, Hmm. I bet that's a thing. Yeah. Is it it still like a furry? If you're a face character? No, no, I don't think, I don't think, well, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with no because I, I can't think of any like fur characters that also have a human face. I could be wrong, but typically, the, if they're full fur, they're full fur. If they're fur, they're full fur. Yeah, I think so. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume anyone I see dressed up as Olaf is in the weird shit. <laughs> yeah, babe, piss in the slipper. <laughs> oh goodness. I stopped about a third of the way through what I was going to say. <laughs> Go on. The slippers and Elsa, that that's part of the story, right? There's something with the slipper. And frozen? Yeah, isn't there? Maybe I'm. Did Did you ever see Frozen, Ben? Maybe because with Cinderella. No, I've never seen Frozen. Oh, yeah, you're, okay, you're yeah. definitely up with Cinderella. I just so for some reason in my mind, like for some reason, I think I'm thinking of like blonde pigtails and slippers with Elsa. Hmm. But she I has. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> No, Elsa's the one whose sister was the, the the queen, and like she got freaky with Spider Man and on YouTube. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think I know we're talking about Zach. Yeah, we should leave that the gate. Look it up of, of uh, internet history. Just leave it there. <laughs> Speaking of Spider Man, I I came across this really bizarre YouTube channel. And at first I thought it was like a weird porn thing, but then I saw it as a children's channel and it's like 
Spider-Man pops 5,000 water balloons. And it's just a guy dressed as Spider-Man sitting in the kiddie pool popping water balloons for 40 minutes. That sounds like a weird fetish. Right, right. And then you look oh, yeah, at the, that's definitely a fetishy thing. But then you look at the comments and it was it's like, um, you know, the video's got like 5 million views and all the comments are like, um, you know, like, oh, th- great video. Um my little sister loved it or whatever. And yeah, I was, and I was looking at that when I was really stoned and I'm like, what the fuck? Like it was a little creepy. No, no. Everyone who commented on that video was also sitting in a kiddie pool wearing a Spider-Man suit. Popping balloons. Filled with various substances that we won't go into. They're like, you're cool. Okay, here. This is shit. This this one is an hour long. I don't I don't get this shit. Here, I'm gonna send this. <laughs> it's fucking it's fucking hilarious. Like it's <laughs> anyway. Oh no. You know what? I'll, I'll look that up later. <laughs> yeah, YouTube for kids is weird. <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot of. I've heard it's a lot of like CD shit, and like you know what? I don't need to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just stay in my little corner of gaming YouTube and whatnot, gaming YouTube and comedy. <laughs> Trick Why shot. did you send me this? <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't feel okay watching this. There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing offensive in the video. It's just, it's just I, a bit- I know, but it doesn't have to be. The video itself is just in, uh, inherently offensive just by existing. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, giant whoopee cushions kind of cool. It's like related videos, farting couple, top 10 Burger King onion ring farts. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. This is all my history now. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be getting weird shit in my, in my YouTube now. <laughs> all right. I'm getting away from that. We're going. Nope. <laughs> getting away from that stuff. Yeah. Like, why is he behind a warehouse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. that's what i mean it's not like it's just bizarre it doesn't make any sense it's also like trick shots and then there's like it just the scenes change and yeah see those people are making so much fucking money doing that shit too yeah they really are well we made the wrong kind of content ben (laughs) we got to go on amazon and order a fucking spider-man costume quick Oh, it's terrible. Nope. Getting away from that. I mean, speaking of Spider-Man, they're doing a Spider-Man 60th anniversary panel at D23, so I'm hoping I can go to that. Oh, fun. Do you think Tom Holland's going to show up? 
Tom Holland? Yeah. Who? Uh, Spider-Man. The newest Spider-Man in the movies. Oh. I have not seen any any of the movies since it was... What's his name? Oh, Garfield? Andrew Garfield? No. Tobey Maguire? Yeah, there you go. Oh. You are way behind. Oh, Toby. Good old Bully Maguire. Seabiscuit guy. Good lord. Well, uh, got any other D23 predictions, guys? You pretty much covered all of mine. I didn't really come super prepared, um, but what I would have mentioned, you pretty much did. The Mary Poppins. Um, I was I would say specifically People Mover for Tomorrowland, just because the rumor mill's been going crazy on that. Especially because, get this, guys, um, there was like a a tree that was like overgrowing on some old rocket rods track and Disney trimmed it back. And like that sent people into like a tizzy, like, Oh my God, if they trim back that tree on the, on the rocket rods track, then they're probably going to, you know, refurbish, you know, reopen people mover. And I'm like, you know, it's not impossible, but I think it's a bit of a stretch because the ride's been closed for two decades now. So just trimming a tree back off the tracks probably isn't a big signal that it's going to be rethemed or reopened again. But as always, you know, we'll see. And yeah. And, and again, like I said earlier, like you pretty much covered it, but I think all the, a lot of the projects that were um, put on indefinite hold, I think some of those are going to be reannounced um, that they're continuing to work on them. So that's, that's basically my, my um my predictions for sure ben do you have a uh, some sort of good level-headed one to to take us out on um they're going to retheme in credit coaster i like, like- it What's like it going to re- be rethemed re- to? The good dinosaur? Frozen? Oh, no. Lightyear? <laughs> Frozen. I forgot part, part of my prediction for Tomorrowland. Space Mountain's not going to be themed to Lightyear. Tomorrowland will be themed to Lightyear. I think that's what they may have been banking on before the movie didn't do as well as I thought it would. So, reverting... They're going to be theming Fantasyland to Frozen and Tomorrowland to Frozen. Sorry. No, no, you're good. And they're going to retheme Matterhorn to like Emperor's New Groove or something. Frozen. No, no, Emperor's New Groove. Nope, you're getting three Frozen rides. <laughs> I was watching, I, I, uh, there was some YouTube uh, video walkthrough of like a Disney cruise or something. And, uh, it was really funny how much random shit they just themed to Frozen. Like, for no reason. Dude, look at the Wish. They have the whole dinner show is Frozen. Oh, God. I will say there's there's a, a precedent for that because the ship we were on, I think it was the Magic. Um, one of the 
one of the upsetting experiences was all tangled. So like, I mean, it makes sense if, you know, if they, if they have a tangled, they can have, you know, they can have a frozen here and there, but I don't want all, I don't want everything to be frozen. You know, I'll tell you what, Jim, and you can have emperor's new groove, but you have to accept it as a retheme of Roger Rabbit. Nope. Sorry. As much as I love emperor's new groove, I love Roger Rabbit more. All right. Well, for not taking the deal, then Roger Rabbit gets rethemed to Frozen. <laughs> so should... instead of being in Lenny that gets dipped and spins uncontrollably, you're just on an ice sled that you hit a patch of ice. On ice. You just yep, yeah. You just hit a patch of ice and just keep spinning. They um they should bring back Alien Encounter. Yes, but it's going to be themed to Frozen. <laughs> So now you just have an encounter with Olaf. It's summertime and Olaf's freaking out because he's starting to melt. So you're just like taking a journey of like, he's just like trying to save himself, but he just goes insane. Yo, try me. I can retheme any Disney ride to fucking Frozen right now. You just name it. <laughs> uh, journey to the center of the earth. Okay, so the guy at the center of the earth, that's uh, the Duke. The Duke of Weaselton? Yep. And the ride vehicle is um, is is Kristoff's sled being controlled by uh, um, shit. It's the name of his reindeer. Sven? Sven, there we go. Yep. So, okay. So, because I'm talking to two Disney people, I'm one thing I've always been curious about is, was the early 2000s Disney the worst era of Disney? Um, Maybe the worst commercially, but they still had good movies, you know, like Atlantis and... Um Treasure Island. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean like, like, like well, I guess like park wise, park wise. I don't know anything about the two thousands other than Epcot had a fucking magic wand on the ball. Everyone hated that. Apparently. I thought it was fun. I thought, I thought it looked cool, but then again, I was just a kid. That's right. Cause was it, didn't it say like 2000 or something? Yeah. yeah it was which was really embarrassing rough. when it was 2001 and they had to replace it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, all eras of Disney have had their ups and downs. Like a lot of people didn't like that giant hat they put in front of the Chinese theater in Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios, whatever it was then. Um, but of course, everyone went crazy when they took it down. Finally, so Disney fans are fickle. Disney just just needs to do what they want to do because it doesn't matter what they do, people are going to find some way to hate it. Yeah. Um, I'll tell until you until they don't anymore. I'll tell you what the recent controversy was, Ben. I'm sure you didn't hear about this one, but um, Disney fans lost their goddamn minds down in Florida because Disney removed a beloved sign off the freeway. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
a few weeks you later, think the thing not- was a fucking ride the way the people lost their fucking minds over it. Nostalgia is awful. That's one thing I admire about Universal. Nothing is sacred. You know, I was watching something yesterday, and they're and basically like they can they can and will remove anything at any time. Is if it, if it doesn't fit the park anymore, you know, like if they want to remove the mummy in Orlando, they would have, I and mean, they would just moved on and not cared about it. So that's one thing that's I can admire about them. They don't worry about nostalgia or anything like that. Like that. They just do what's best for the park. Except for ET. Except for ET. That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> Because Papa Spielberg's got his money there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you remove E.T. from my park and this park, <laughs> I will pull all my other projects. And he was like, okay, fine. It stays. It stays forever. When was the last Did time you, know you that- rewatched E.T.? Forever ago. I don't watch. I've never watched. I haven't, I don't, I haven't watched that in a long time. How about you, Zach? fuck like when I was a kid probably you should go rewatch it as an adult I probably better. have a bad feeling about that <laughs> hey guys I'll be right back alrighty I mean you're telling me that fucking finger isn't asking to probe <laughs> also why did they design him to look like a ball sack? <laughs> like, seriously, he looks like if you could say, like, did they say to the character designer, like, hey, is he's an alien, so he should look like a folded up hoodie that you tossed on the ground. Or like, like cut off foreskin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't have the greatest feeling about rewatching that now. Yeah, it hasn't aged especially, too well. Especially when you're like, you should rewatch it. Whenever you say that, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> have you ever seen the E.T. porn? No, but I'm not going to because that's not happening. It's uh, It's pretty great. <laughs> How how does it rank against like Edward Penis Hands? I've never seen that. I haven't either, but I don't think I would want to either. It's really hard to find actually. ET porn. I'm trying to find the clip for future reference. Did- Okay, but how does it rank against the egg video? Um, I mean, it's not as great as that. But okay, you 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 just have to. Okay, can you just do me a favor and scrub through the video and just get to, just fast forward through it? You don't have to watch it. Just why? Because. Look at that thumbnail. You know, you know, you know, I have an idea. 
Oh my god. Fuck you for sending me that. I think we should try to find Edward Penis Hands for the cabin. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. What is that? What's the what's the plot? I I think it's an artistic reinterpretation of Edward Scissorhands. Oh, it's on Ebom's world. Perfect. Oh, I've seen this. Well, good. Yeah. You can do a report on it. So, I don't know. Jamin totally bounced before we could close the episode out. Well, you're going to D23 next, like what, all next week, or when is that? Yeah, we're leaving on Monday. Be in California, going to an Angels game on Monday night. Going to go to Universal Studios on Tuesday. We're going on the VIP tour, so we get like a two and a half hour backlot tour. I'm back. Sorry um, about that, guys. Oh, no worries. I totally threw you under the under the bus. I was like, we're about to close this shit out, but James not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figured you guys would end soon, so I tried to greet Laura, talk to her a little bit before she went to bed. She just got back from her. Um, she's a little happy hour every week, so she was doing that. So. For well, sure. Yeah, well, well, not trying to take up too much of your personal time. Uh, but good. yeah, doing Disneyland Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. D23 is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we fly back on Monday. It's going to be so, a good uh, time. If any of you listeners are out there, say what's up. Although I don't think we have a lot of D23 people in our audience. <laughs> I mean, we've done a hundred and whatever episodes of no Disney content. So yeah, pretty much when I come on is when Disney happens. Well, we have recently brought back the Disney minute. So we're assuring you at least one minute of Disney content per episode. Oh, yeah. I, I, have, but, a, I have a quick, a quick question, a quick, um, hopefully won't take up too long. When do you think Disneyland Resort's getting a new coaster? Just, I know I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I just thought of it right now. I, I had this thought in my head for a while. Like, when do you think Disneyland could get a new coaster? Oh, boy. Because it's been a long time. Yeah, sure has. Um, just like spitball it. I know we've been on for like two hours. So like, just give me like your, your gut instinct. I say 2030. I think it could definitely be something in that Disneyland forward idea 
but that's the soonest I could see it. Fair enough. Unless they just, you know, build a tunnel and make a new area of the park. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, just buy up all those houses in that in that area, you know, to the west of the park, and just put whatever they want over there. Yo, just start building underground. <laughs> That'd be kind of nuts. Then again, California is very prone to earthquakes, so there's a whole lot of in- infrastructure that had to go into that. Oh, that's true. Just move the whole damn thing to Texas. Mm, not Texas. <laughs> Texas is too damn hot during the summer, I think. Well, I mean, I guess there's other parts there, parks there too, but the 100 degree heat with mixed with 100 degree humidity. Oh, that's pretty much Florida too. Eh, never mind me. I'm just rambling. Yeah, why do people move to those areas? They're cheap. Oh, I think Texas is their... Um, Cost of living is relatively low-ish, not like low, but you know, lower in California, of course. And I think Florida's kind of the same way. And there's also no income tax in Florida, so that's nice too. Right. Because you hate taxes more than you respect women. Damn. <laughs> but what's <laughs> fucked up about Texas too is that everything, all the other taxes are so much higher. So I feel like it's a wash. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Like, um, so for example, my house in Denver, my property taxes are like $1,800 a year. And in Texas, it would be like $12,000 a year. Yeah, I'll tell no you thanks. what I've never understood about those states, like Texas and Florida particularly, is they're like, they they claim to be like very traditional conservative values, like you know, less regulation, more business, you know. Yet neither of them have legal weed. What the fuck? That would bring in so much money, so much money. Like I remember reading, like Denver was so flush with cash when they first legalized it that they were like they were like giving it back to like their taxpayers because they're like we have too much cash from legal weed sales <laughs> yeah so we got 750 dollars back this year on our state taxes hell yeah although nice. it's, not, it's not but the reason but for it is actually kind of fucked up so in colorado they have this system where any tax increase has to be voted upon um and so what happens is after they collect all the income tax whatever is outside of the budgets that they already have set and voted on that they have to give back to the taxpayers. Um, but that's a huge problem when it's like, oh, hey, our, you know, storm drain infrastructure really needs money, like really needs like more money in our budget. And then everyone votes against it. So then you get this money back, but like your infrastructure can suffer. So. Fair. So, like, right now we have all these infrastructure projects that are just not able to happen because they can't vote on them. Yet there's like plenty of cash going around, and the state's growing really fast. And so, downsides, upsides. Gotcha, gotcha. 
All right. Holy shit. Well, y'all, we have uh, covered a whole hell of a lot. Thanks so much for coming on, Jan. Very welcome. Glad I can make it. Yeah, usually today is my Disney day, so I stayed home because I didn't want to, because we're going on next week. So you caught me on a good Wednesday. Awesome. I'm glad the timing worked out well. Yeah. Glad we should get some thoughts from you going into Mm -hmm. big Disney week. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some pretty good discussions next week about, you know, Disney and the and theme parks in general and D23. So very much looking forward to that. And I'll get to meet your um your mom and dad for the first time, right? Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Mama and Papa, your favorite coaster sucks. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome. And have they been to Disney before too? Disneyland? Not to Disneyland, so it's their first time, which is super cool. exciting. Awesome. So we're going to get buttons for your mom, your dad, and we're going to get like buttons for my mom too, because it's her birthday on, I think, Saturday, this coming Saturday, and um, she's moving. So she's celebrating. So we're going to get some fun buttons for the crew. Everybody's got to get buttons. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, thanks to all of our Patreon patron patrons. Uh, the people who sign up and pay us money on the internet. Thank you, all of you. I didn't pull up the list ahead of time this week. Normally I do. Well, that's not totally true, but sometimes I do. This is not one of those times. So, um, but I've got the list. Thanks a lot of you. Go ahead. All right. So, Lunaris, Luke, AJ Zero, Ryan Delaney. Michael Flynn, Tyler, Ray, Samuel Jacobson, Brian Cosson, David Cosno, David Coaster Talk No BS Zone, Keith Iorio, Coaster Ferg, David Skelton, Danon Rafferty, Sean Brookheiser, Nathan Slater, Luann Lewis, Mikey Mayo, Michael Muldoon, Tristan Cox, Stefan Feinbaum, Daniel Puckett, Nathan Hart, Jonathan Hawkins, Jared Mullen, and Ryan Shoemaker. Hell yeah. Thank you, all you fine folks. And, um, oh shit. I don't mean to put anybody on the spot, and I don't mean anybody here, but, uh, out of the names you read, you shouted out Shockwave Dan, our homie Dan Puckett. And I just wanted to say big congratulations to him and Nick. They tied the knot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Congrats, guys. Congrats. Absolutely. Uh, you guys love and happiness forever upon you and sure it's going to be awesome. I'm just really happy for them. Awesome. So yeah, wanted to shout that one out specifically in case they, uh, listened to all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all of you guys. Um, and thank you for listening to this. Uh, you particularly, uh, we appreciate it. Whether you've been listening for a while or is this the first time you joined us? Hope you had a good time. If not, this was ride this one. I don't know. I think that's all. Got anything else, Jamin? That's all for now. All right, Ben, you good? You got anything else? No, I'm good. 
I'm all Disneyed out. <laughs> well, that's good because this is the first time we've done this in three years. So probably be another two before we do another one. <laughs> yeah, another D23. Yep. Unless big- there's some like ridiculously huge annou- announcement that happens, but we'll play that by ear. Anyways. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Thanks a bunch. And uh, of course, until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.